0: Big, big welcome back to the Dreamcast. This is Denise Walsh and welcome to this solo episode where we are going to dive in to your subconscious mind. <laughs> Did you know that your subconscious mind controls 95 to 99% of our behavior and biological functions which means that we are living on autopilot and that can be great if that autopilot is taking us where we want to go but most of us are stuck in these self-sabotaging behaviors whether we can never get ahead financially we're in drama-filled relationships we are overweight and can't seem to get our health in check, Um, whatever maybe barrier you feel like you have in your life that you can't seem to get out of, I am going to suggest today that the reason why you continue to stay in a job that you don't like or maybe always show up later, lose a pound and then gain five back is because of your subconscious programming. And so, the self self sabotage is is basically when you do things that you don't want to do, <laughs> like you you're doing things you're taking actions that are not actually helping you towards your long term goals. You know, maybe you um, say you want to lose weight, but you're drinking on the weekends and you're you know eating. Munchy stuff all weekend long or going to McDonald's. You know what I mean? It's like you say you want something, but you're not doing it. You say you want to get out of debt, but you're not doing it. You say you want to build your business, but you're not doing it. Um, One of the reasons why I love this content so much is because I work with so many people who tell me they want to change. They tell me they want to get out of debt. They tell me that they want to build more confidence. They tell me that they want to learn these success skills. But year after year after year after year, nothing changes in their life. And so we can talk vision as all, all day long. But if there's something in your subconscious programming that's keeping you down, one of the easiest ways to catapult your life, like to leapfrog three steps ahead, is to shift that programming. It's kind of like if you are going down a hill in a car and you have the Reve like that that emergency brake on. you can try harder. you can you can really get disciplined in health. You can get you know, you can try more <laughs> or you could release the brake, you know, you could push the gas as much as you want, but you know what, Le- releasing the brake will actually speed you up and you'll get to your destination faster. And you won't even have to try harder. You won't even have to have have more discipline or more motivation. Those are things people ask me all the time. How are you so disciplined? How do you stay motivated? And all of those things are great qualities, but what if you didn't need them because your default was actually success habits? So let's dive into your subconscious mind and how it operates. The subconscious mind controls 95 to 99% of our behavior and biological functions, which means again we're living on autopilot. And what's interesting is that we learn 50% of our behavior before the age of 5. All right, so hear me out. Before the age of 7, between 0 and 7, you are in what's called a theta and alpha brain wave pattern and as you get to seven and above you're more beta beta is when we're active you know you're your this is what we live in most of the time gamma is really excited and um, outer focused so alpha theta are slower more relaxed this is when we are in using our imagination a bit more and um, then you're, you're maybe a bit more intuitive. You're, you know, you think of a child. They are in just playland all of the time. And in fact, my son just turned seven and he now is like, oh, mom, leave the room when I change, you know, before he didn't notice at all our care or whatever. And so you can see as they get older they start to be a bit more in in that beta, limited by time and space, noticing things, that kind of stuff. So for the first seven years of life, in this alpha and theta, more relaxed, more imaginative brainwave pattern, this is where we learn a lot of our views of ourself and the world. And the subconscious doesn't care if this is good, bad, true, not true, if it makes us happy or sad, uh, the subconscious is designed as a survival-seeking system in childhood, which means its job is to survive. It's not to be happy. So in the, in, you can think of, you know, the tribal world, right? You would be safer if you fit in with the herd, if you fit in with the tribe. And so in those young years, your subconscious is scanning. It's scanning. In fact, your subconscious can um, absorb and notice 11 million bits of information per second in those early years. And so it's scanning and it's saying what is, quote, normal and accepted in this Tribe. What is the normal way to communicate? Is it fighting? Is it yelling? Is it swearing? Is it, um, you know, what is the attitude of this home? What um, what is the normal? eating patterns in this home? What is the normal um, communication or is it safety? Is it safe here? You know what I mean? Like in those young years, your body, your subconscious is just scanning and it wants to stay safe. And so it doesn't care if the belief, idea, or behavior is right moral, ethical, just, or fair, just as long as the behavior or idea in question gains tribal acceptance. So remember, the subconscious's goal is to be accepted. Why? Because to be accepted by the herd, by most people, means that you would be safe. You know, to be outside of the herd means you'd be alone. And in Especially um, the way that humans, we're we're group, we need connection, (laughs) we need safety, we need security. And so our subconscious goal is to keep us safe. And so it scans to see what is safe in our world. The subconscious is easily baited by any behavior which receives social recognition or tribal approval. So you can think about that. What's interesting Being, you know, in the psych world, we know that positive reinforcement is way better than discipline, necessarily. You know what I mean? Like people want to be told good job. People want to, um, they'll rise up to the expectation that you give them. And so your subconscious knows this and your subconscious is looking for the behavior that's getting you approval. Now, again, if that recognition if that um, attention is negative, then your subconscious may notice, oh, when I do this, I get more attention. Again, doesn't care if it's happy or sad. Uh, It just knows that I get attention. I get paid attention to. I get, you know, maybe going down to the principal's office um, gets me attention. And so subconsciously, I like the attention because I feel ignored most days of my life. And so you can see how your subconscious... Again, doesn't care if it's right, moral, ethical, just, fair, right, wrong. It's really just, is this accepted by the behavior? And where do I get social recognition? Where do I get attention? The subconscious never sleeps and often uses dreams to signal, which means that as to where we should focus our attention or what issues we need to address. That's interesting. I have... I have not necessarily had dreams myself where I go, oh, that's telling me something or I know what that's telling me. That's something I definitely would like to look more into. And if you have ever had those dreams where you feel like they're warning you or, you know, things are popping up, a reoccurring dream, anything like that, I'd love to hear it. The subconscious's ability to fit in, blend, People please and mimic the behavior of others is basically the only reason why you're alive today. So what again, the cool thing about the subconscious is that it's not good or bad. It, it's necessary to have this subconscious mind um, to live. But what we'll find is that as our subconscious is programmed, if it's not taking us where we want to go, then that's when we say, okay, let's do something different. I mean, imagine if you had to decide every day to brush your teeth or imagine if you had to decide what should I do for breakfast every day. You know, these habits are helpful if they're taking us where we want to go and that's just really what we want to assess. This means that our subconscious and its ability to, act, um, to assess what the safe behaviors, safe ideas, and safe thoughts are is a natural function, which was designed to make sure you increase your chances of survival when you're an infant and young child. The subconscious mimicking function is what we call our child-based survival system or our child perfection. And it's mimicking application is not a malfunction or imperfection um, in our uh, genetic design. Which just means, you guys, that subconscious is important. It's important to have this. (laughs) I think sometimes we can go, ugh, why? Why why do we have this? Default subconscious programming, you know, that kind of thing. But it's there for a reason. The problem is, is that in our culture, culture today, uh, our society often programs behavior we end up not wanting. And, and I'm going to talk a bit more about that in a bit. The subconscious, let's see, I've got my notes here. So the subconscious basically mimics what it sees. It has a copying function because what it sees is accepted by the tribe. So again, if your tribe, when you're a child, is one that swears and throws things, and then you go to school and you swear and throw things, and then you get in trouble, (laughs) um, you can see where that behavior comes from, but it doesn't fit at school. And so it's a bit confusing because you say, well, in this tribe, this is what we do. But at school, apparently that's not accepted. And your subconscious is always scanning to see, all right, well, what is accepted in this tribe? The subconscious lightning quick reflexes to say the right thing or do the right thing um, or act out in, as a perpetual peacher, people pleaser means that if we didn't do those things, we would not make it out of infancy alive. We learn Fast, right? We learn that at school it's not the appropriate time to swear or throw things, even if that may be what it is at home. So we learn fast. And again, it's not about what's right or wrong. It's just what is everybody else doing? So you take a look at the outside world, and you can really dictate your own behavior based on what you're looking at, what you're seeing, uh, what the, the family roles are, because we are responding to our environment more often than actually creating our own environment standing out and being accepted by the tribe because you are not the same would be certain death right in the the tribal based communities now, what's interesting again, I just think this stuff is so fascinating because we do what we see. It doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. And a lot of and because our first seven years of life are where these deep rooted beliefs about ourselves and their world are formed, we're often acting out and behaving in ways that we might not fully understand. You can think of your parents your siblings? What was the environment that you grew up in? Was the environment secure and safe? Did you get rewarded for good grades? Did you get punished for bad grades? Were you told I love you either way? Were you encouraged to live out your strengths and to figure out who you were? Or were you encouraged to comply and listen to the teacher even You know, if that didn't work for you, you know, I I think at the end of the day, we can take a look back at our childhood and see the type of environment that we were in. It can directly relate to the behavior we have now. The cool thing is, is that this can be changed. You are constantly evolving and you can go back to an alpha and theta brainwave Even today, through hypnosis, through meditation, through other ways, and reprogram that expectation. So if your childhood expectation was that people were untrustworthy, they didn't show up when they said they were going to, and you had to take care of yourself, you can go back and rewire your subconscious mind to to decide, right, They have the expectation that stable relationships flourish around you, that you draw in um, people who are going to sh- to do what they say they're going to do and are people that are trustworthy to you. In a previous, you know, before you change your, your brain, <laughs> before your changers have gone to mind, you would be actually finding people who fit your expectation, right? If you believe that um, money is hard to find, You are going to draw out that expectation. You always get what you truly expect, even if it's not what you consciously want. So you may want more money, but yet your belief is that it's never enough. There's never enough for fun, there's never enough for savings, there's never never enough and so you're going to be drawing those experiences into your life so after we reprogram your brain we go into these alpha and theta waves and we really shift that expectation in your subconscious to more than enough then you're going to be seeking out those kinds of experiences in your life remember we are group people and we are going to naturally navigate towards the herd even if it doesn't make sense so if you think about this in terms of money what were the what was the main attitude about money when you were growing up was there enough was there more than enough did you talk about money at all If there wasn't enough, how did you talk about money? Did you talk about money as in, let's go get more? Or did you talk about money as in, there's never enough? Did you feel safe and secure in the relationships that you had? What was the food like at home? What was the attitude and expectation about work? Do we live our passion and and pursue our life purpose or do we have a job we don't like for 50 years and then we retire and enjoy you know like what was the attitude in your home your subconscious is being programmed in you know between zero and seven and that ends up being what you expect unless you go back and change it the power is that you can go back and change it you can And that's why I love this content so much. Because if you are somebody who says, I want change, but I can't seem to do it, I can't seem to get ahead, I can't seem to make ends meet, I can't seem to get out of drama filled relationships, Um, I'm spinning my wheels. You know, like if you really do feel stuck, instead of trying harder, work with me over the next two Sundays as we retrain your brain. As we create a new pattern in your subconscious brain that says, there's more than enough money in this world. Wealth is my birthright. Uh, I expect to have an overflowing bank account. And when you shift your subconscious programming, just like releasing the brake of going down that hill, you won't have to try harder. You guys, oh my gosh. Um, What you'll find is you are going to then step into a world that is exactly what you've been looking for easily and effortlessly. Now, I am adding this material into my workshops. We're going to be talking all about your specific subconscious patterns. What are you doing that you don't want to do and you can't seem to stop? Why it's there and how to specifically switch it. And so for the next two Sundays from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern, I may go a little more with q and uh, I am going to be teaching a deep dive into this material, share with you exactly what your beliefs, like where they came from and how to shift them so you can easily and effortlessly step up in your specifically money game. I think I'm gonna do a health one and a relationship one that are, are focused on those areas of life down the road. But this one is specifically about money because again, I see so many people trying harder. They're doing the effort, they're they're reading the scripts, they're trying more, but there's still this glass ceiling within their subconscious that's stopping them and that is what we want to bust through. So, so for as a thank you for being a loyal Dreamcast listener, I actually have a $50 code to offer you for this workshop. In order to register, go to dreamworkbook.com/money dreamworkbook.com slash money and use the code VIP as a coupon code and you'll get $50 off. This is brand new material and I cannot wait to take you through these specifically uh, specific exercises focused on your money mindset, uh, your money programming and how to shift it so you default into success. I hope that this piece of information, guys, there's so much more. And I'm going to continue to to share this with you down the road. But I hope this was helpful. If you've got any questions for me, absolutely reach out at hello at denisewalsh.com. That's hello at denisewalsh.com. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I cannot wait to work with you live next Sunday. Have an amazing day.